Welcome to our semi-weekly Essay for FAs podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors and active investors, including retirement planning, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today I wanted to talk a bit about the number one difficulty in retirement planning. Saving for your retirement is easier than managing your finances when your post-work future arrives. A young person's investment horizon is long, and the goal is generally to accumulate as much wealth as possible. An investor who is retired, on the other hand, not only has pretty much hit the end of the road in his ability to earn more income, but can't make a solid spending plan. The reason is that to solve the problem of how much you can spend in retirement, you need to plug in how much capital you have, what your rate of return is, and how much time you have. But nobody knows with any certainty how much time he has. Adding in your spouse's time frame further befogs the equation. So, to repeat, the first problem is that we simply don't know which dates to plug in. We can consult longevity tables, but of course, those are aggregate numbers for the population, not individualized for you, nor of course could they be individualized for you. And still we encounter yet another problem, which is that the assumptions of those tables may not be adequately keeping up with changes in longevity. An article in an Australian retirement forum last week written by an actuary with 50 years experience notes the problem that the longer someone lives, the more his life expectancy increases. In other words, it's a dynamic process. The actuary, named David Orford, suggests that a 65-year-old male is expected to live to 84, according to the current tables, which he says understates the actuarially correct age of 87 given current rates of improvement in longevity. A 65-year-old female, whom the table indicates will live to 87, would live to 89. If you play with these scenarios a bit, say for example that the wife is not the same age but three years younger than her husband, then the couple could well require an income that lasts not for 22 years, as the table indicates, but 35 years. And that's not all. Aside from increased longevity, spending in retirement needs to take into account the possibility of a poor sequence of investment returns in the initial period of portfolio withdrawals, what is known as sequence of returns risk. There's also the matter of rising and rather costly healthcare expenses, inflation, which erodes the value of your wealth, and taxes, which may have to rise as a result of persistent public debt and deficits. I know this sounds pretty ominous, and it is actually, but practically speaking we can say as follows. If you commit to a high level of savings, a reasonable level of consumption, to staying healthy, and to maintaining workplace relevance, all of these factors could make a positive impact on the sustainability of the portfolio. Those who are unable to save a lot should be especially vigilant about minimizing their expenditures and could consider annuitizing a portion of their portfolio. The resulting income could supplement Social Security, provide an income budget to work with, and ensure receipt of that income until we arrive at our fate with destiny, that unknowable variable, our final date, which we needed but could not access to budget our retirement. Nevertheless, prudent preparation, saving, and planning can compensate for this universal uncertainty. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. And make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.